Welcome to Life in the Fast Lane with Matt Tift and myself, Keith Migra. We're back. How you doing, man? It's been a week. We've uh, we've had a lot going on. Before we even jump into anything, though, I am super happy. Uh, we talked uh, off air today. I do believe I, I do believe it was it might have been yesterday, but uh, I, I think this needs to have some attention. I think this needs to be. I think people need to be congratulated. You need to be congratulated. How did your fundraiser turn out? Yeah, that's right. We talked about it last week. No, um, thank you for uh, everybody who donated to that. We raised um, over, we had over $26,000 in donations wow. um, and put into this, this uh, GoFundMe on there. So um, tens of thousands of dollars going into um, helping the American Brain Tumor um, Association. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really cool. Um, we have a lot of people that uh, did the deal where they're getting, you know, a, a cool Team Live Fast hat and a picture of themselves in the car. And, and so if you haven't seen it yet, go on to my Twitter. Um, it's my latest post there. Um, actually, I got to go pin it real, real quick, excuse me. But um, your names are on there. You'll be able to go see it um, this whole weekend. We'll send you a picture of your name. However, um, actually, I just pinned it now. So it'll be on the top of my Twitter profile. Um, but anyways, so... Uh, lots of people who donated 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 500,000, even even more than that, we saw. So thank you so wow. much to everybody who did that. Uh, makes a big difference and um, really special for me. Um, you know, we had hundreds of people who did it, but, um, you know, it really hit me a little bit. We were uh, putting the names on the car with our designer and our sponsor, the guy, Dave. And, um, you know, we're putting the names on the car and we had a few extras to, uh, to put on there. And so the deck lid was like the trunk of the car. I, um, I had a, some empty spaces on there. So we had like the people who donated a thousand plus dollars went on the hood. And so for my family, we donated a um, thousand bucks to the, the um, foundation as well. We, we also matched the donations and stuff on there, but it's personally did that as well. Um, but, um, you know, something kind of hit me in there was we put my family, and then we put one of our good friends we just lost this year um, to a brain tumor, um, Jeff Colodin, who rode on one of our race cars this year. Wow. And also um, on the other side, my step-grandmother, um, Lynn Markham, who passed away um, many, many years ago um, to a brain tumor. So it, wow. uh, it hit home a little bit because, you know, friends and family of mine that um, will be riding along with us um, this weekend that I've lost. And you know, it really makes uh, makes you think about it when you have all these people and, you know, you're trying to do all you can to put this stuff together logistically and, and doing all the stuff with it. But then you kind of take a step back and see what really matters. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Um, when I was doing that, it made me step back and really realize and look at the people who commented and shared their stories and all the people who, if it wasn't them, they're putting someone else's name who was fighting through a brain tumor, maybe it's their mom or their daughter, best friend, whoever it was that they lost or is fighting through one or has recovered, you know, whatever it may be, whatever side of the spectrum. Um, you know, the, the whole point of this is it's such a big um, disease that not many people talk about. And um, I, I think, you know, one of the biggest things for me is I think, I believe it's one in 27 people or something like that wow. um, has, has a brain tumor in the United States. And it's a crazy, crazy number. And um, it's just, uh, it's shocking to me that it's not more well-funded for research and, um, and for grants to go find new treatments. And so I've worked before with the, um, um, with the you know, going to DC, um, trying to get more funding with the WHO and, and sure. congressmen and women and people like that to try to get 
more funding for it, but it's still um, something that, you know, you come off of a COVID year where most of their um, stuff, you know, we're talking about with our own company doing a lot of events right now because it's a big splash back of events right now. Yeah. And, um, you know, events for them were killed last year, couldn't do any events. So they took a big, big hit in donations, which subsequently means big hit for the advancement of treatments and research sure. for those patients. So, right. uh, you know, this is a, a small splash in the ocean of what needs to be done, uh, but hopefully between, you know, the story of, um, of us raising the money and yeah. us um, doing this and showing it on national television, hopefully it, it brings some eyeballs uh, to, to our cause. No, I'm super happy, and I, I'm glad uh, I was able to be a part of it in a small way of just being able to share it here and share it on pages, and I'm glad that it went out with you. Now, I, we were again, we were talking off there. I'm like, man, that's you know, you told me the number, and I'm like, oh my god, dude, that's amazing, that's incredible, you know. For and I don't know if you've done fundraisers before like this in the past, but this is the first one. We've, for, we've done like maybe a helmet or a fire suit, but yeah. Like the and see, and that that's amazing. Your first one. You raised so much money for such a good cause, and you, you your story you, you shared it. You were able to get a lot of publicity for it in a good way, and uh, and bring awareness to it. So I'm super happy, man. Congratulations on it. Really, honestly, that was uh, I was very happy to hear the the end result from when we were talking. No, no, I really appreciate that. But um, yeah, well, um, it's been uh, been a good week with that. It's yeah. our already Thursday, which is kind of crazy. This week has um, flown by. It has been. Oh yeah, dude, it's been it's just it's gone. You know, we it came voice. So we we did a, a lot of cool things this week. We got uh, we're bringing in some new podcasts uh, that we're going to be hosting. So you know, stay tuned to the KM Voice Facebook page. Uh, you know, if if you're not uh, the KM Voice Twitter page, uh, check it out because we got a lot of cool stuff coming. Uh, a lot of people needed a um, a second chance a- at their show, and I think we're able to give that to them. And, uh, you know, for, for doing what we do and, and what KM Voice has become over the past, just like you said, uh, you know, things have been crazy, but crazy in such a good way where it, it seems like we grow, we grow, we grow, we grow, we grow. And, and it's like there is no ceiling. We just keep going. Yeah. So we're going to have a lot of cool stuff coming at you, KM Voice. We're going to be producing a lot of things. We're going to be doing a lot of events uh, coming at you, uh, especially if you're in the Lorraine County area, but it basically worldwide, man, check it out. If you've ever, ever thought, you know, you wanted to check out some of the stuff we're going to be doing, now's your chance to, to be able to do it. But some, yep. something interesting did happen <laughs> this past two weeks. <laughs> For one, we talked about them remaking iCarly and we're going to talk about that in a second, because did you see what iCarly is now? Uh, I saw the trailer. It's like an adult iCarly. Oh, it's absolutely an adult. They're trashed. The one they're like, oh, we need more beer. And he's like keg standing, which is awesome. You know, I mean, heck, that's that. Yes, of course. Oh yeah, it's it's great. It looks it's fantastic. It's a great show. I saw I just saw a little clip. I I didn't see the whole trailer, but yeah, it looks. Oh, dude, it's gonna be so funny. It's gonna be great. Um, but on the flip side of that, Drake Bell was in Cleveland, right here. I, I, I don't even think he was far from where we are currently right now. And he got arrested. And then, you know, of course he got arrested, whatever. But then pled guilty to the, you know, for, it's like a fourth degree felony, man. Like, he got hit with a lot. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is because so I don't know what happened to Drake, right? Like I thought, you know, everybody thought Drake was going to the wild one and everything like that. And it turns out he was because Josh is furthering his movie career, right? I mean, he's got you know, his TV shows, his movie careers. What the heck yeah. has Drake done besides reditions of fairly odd parents on uh, Nickelodeon at the age of like yeah. 34? Well, 
he was making music in Mexico because nobody would buy his stuff here. <laughs> he uh, was was he really making music in Mexico? Yeah, he moved to Mexico. He I guess he had some tax problem. I don't know what it was, but like he had some oh. problem. No, 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 it wasn't tax. It was like some sexual assault allegations. Oh. Then he flew down to Mexico to get away from. Was making music down there. Oh no. Mexico. So oh. yeah. Oh my gosh! So I used and to. The whole time, if you just could have avoided the whole thing, if we had a Drake and Josh reboot. That's what I'm saying. If J- yes, I believe that he went downhill after Josh started getting, uh, you know, a little more popular, yeah. and then you know he kind of trickled down, but he had a spiral. But how many times have we seen this happen with with these child, you know, especially? It's always one or the other. It's never both of them make it. Do you know what I mean? Like what happened to Amanda Bynes? She went bat crazy you know what i mean like she went nuts and all these you know her co-stars made it and everything else but then you look at like the one crazy disney star hannah montana that you know miley cyrus went she made it she was fine but still ended up going crazy so i just think it's a nickelodeon disney thing like she's like the one who went crazy back and then crazy and then back again yes like she she tried to take the britney spears theory I, I got to talk about that in a second, but go ahead. Well, she tried to take the Britney Spears theory and like use that to go, well, I'm crazy now. I'm not crazy. I'm crazy now. I'm not crazy. I'm crazy now, but I'm not crazy. And like it didn't work. Like Miley Cyrus is always going to be known as the twerking chicken who was doing weird things to a bear dressed up as a referee. Like, dude, she's nuts. I don't care what anybody says. Miley Cyrus is insane. I will say I do like her new music. though. Like, I haven't heard any of it. I, like, built, I mean, like the last year or two, her new music is actually very, very good. Like, really? I, I will not lie, I actually really enjoy it because my wife likes it. And I'm like, you know, this is actually really good. Like, it's, it's very high quality, like just very good music. But um, going to the Free Britney thing for me, uh, a minute. So yeah. she actually came out uh, yesterday or something. It was this week, okay. and um, said. I had previously said before that I'm fine, but so here's what happened. She said, I'm goodness. Previously before I said, I'm not fine. However, that I'm fine. However, I am not fine. I found out that my lawyer that was set up in the, what's her thing called that she set up in. Oh yeah. I don't know the exact terminology, but the, where the father has the custody of everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So apparently yeah, I don't remember what uh, it's called. Tyler looked that up while I'm talking about. Um, so apparently she never knew that she could petition the entire thing because her lawyer was brought on by the council against her. So the lawyer never told her her rights. So she came out saying, listen, I'm not happy. I'm horrendously depressed. Oh, I want my man. life back, which makes sense. She's like, I'm making the money. I'm doing the stuff. I'm doing a show every night. I'm doing all this stuff. And so this is like, because we had a whole show about this a few months ago. And um, so she finally came out and was like, so the whole Free Britain thing, the documentary, we both watched everything in there was completely true. I told you. I told you it was true. And I've had conversations about this before. Like, I didn't think, listen, I I haven't gotten a huge taste of, of, of the fame or anything like that. But I'm telling you, man, I watched that. I had to. I watched that. And all of a sudden, you start to see that maybe she's not as crazy as, as they originally thought. Tyler sent it to me. Uh, Britney Spears is full. Oh, conser- uh, conservatorship. Conservatorship. Yes. Conservative. Yeah, yep. that's what it was. Conservatorship. Yeah. Um, what a thing. Like, uh-huh. what a, and so on the hearing, her dad was not present either. How is that possible? 
because she's allowed to petition him. He doesn't have to be there. See, so I didn't, see, I didn't was, know that. But he was hiding behind closed doors, being like, just, uh, you know, just hiding at that point, right? Um, to hide away from the whole deal. But um, yeah, so it come, turns out she. I mean, again, after watching the documentary, I don't think she's crazy. I feel bad for her. Yeah, and like me too. Having what twenty years of your life ripped away because your your dad and your sister were jealous of you. Right. Well, not not. But see, and again, I was talking. Yes, I agree with that. Having it taken away. But could you imagine going to the drive-through? in an unmarked car and somebody just happened to recognize you and within minutes, the paparazzi is there with cameras. I, yeah. I would lose you. Yeah, dude, I would too. And, 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 and she did, and she wasn't getting any help. And you know, people are like, Oh no, Britney Spears is crazy. I don't, I really don't think she was. And the fact that I'm talking about it is kind of crazy. If you think about it, because I, you never, you, you don't know what somebody's going through. You, you definitely don't know. I've learned this through talking with you and Hillis and Wells and everybody else. You have no idea what a famous person actually goes through to give you entertainment. And it's like, okay, these professional athletes get beat up. You get, you know, you're an exact definition of having to sit in a hot car sweating till you, you literally are, are losing weight. Uh, and, and we're not talking a pound. We're talking pounds up to give, to give people entertainment. And you can't give them five minutes to go to a restaurant or go out to eat. And the paparazzi, the media, it's always been the media. And I think the media messed with her so bad that it probably did make her a little insane for a while. But I think it would have made anybody insane. But I think yeah. she's, I don't think she's what they said she was. That's, that's pop culture. That's politics. That's everything. Now, oh, yeah. Right? That's absolutely insane how that has, actually, my, my wife and I were talking about this yesterday because um we're very proud of her by the way her uh, boutique has her first year anniversary uh, this weekend so cool you know, um for in store um space there and um so they're doing a y2k um sort of a theme party to it and we're talking about it while we're getting some some um decoration and supplies for it and it was weird because we're talking how i mean keith you're you're more of it than i am but um, we are the last generation that will ever grow up without the smartphone. I didn't have one until I was 13 or 14. Yeah. But thinking about wow. that, that was kind of shocking to me for a second because sure. it was the first time I realized, like, holy crap, this is, it's true. Like, we are the first ones that are the last ones that will never not know what's going on in the world. You'll never not know, like, what the, the trends are, whatever. We had this conversation at dinner the other night, like, in middle school, you're always geeky, like people in high school, geeky, whatever. Now everybody sure. looks like um, that's on there. They, everybody looks like each other, like for trans guys and girls. Like it's all freakily the same, like freakishly the same. Well, yeah. And it's very weird because that's a whole generation of like us for, I'm like, I'm a 2000s baby. Like I was born in 96, but so sure. obviously grew up in the 2000s. Right, right, and right. So I. It was weird. It was like um, it was an eye-opening for me because obviously I'm just talking about Britney Spears and all that that was um, yeah. involved in the time there. But um, it's just weird to me because that was a big shock and a wake-up call. It's like, whoa, this is really true. Like even my brother and my sister, born in 2000, 2002, they still pretty much grew up with all the smartphone stuff and everything yeah. in there. Going back to media and, and all that kind of stuff in there. Like there's a lot of stuff now that everybody goes insane. And I remember this because of um, because of quarantine. Uh, it was maybe March or April, like when everybody was on the full lockdown, like a two months deal, like when we were on the full two month lockdown. Right. 
we went to a park um, by us and it was crazy because it was an 80 degree day, um, beautiful day outside. And so um, we went out there and um, didn't bring our phones. And um, obviously there's no news or TVs at the park. Got an RC car, got a football, and then um, just brought like a, a picnic blanket and stuff like that. And it was so weird because it was, you know, if you didn't know that like a devastating disease was going on in the outside world and was going on, you'd have no idea. And that was so strange to me because if you went home, you went to your phone, you went to TV, everything was blown up and like insane. Like everything is horrendous and it was, right? But like, that was so weird to me looking at buying these decorations and doing these things. It's like, if you just slow down and go outside, do whatever now, yeah. people don't do that anymore. So I think it, it drives to the insanity of our population. And I do it to myself too, but like, it's, it's crazy how much we're crazy. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, but it's funny. You say you grew up in the 2000s. I grew up in the 90s. And it's funny to see. I'm jealous of that, by the way. Are you really? Yeah, because you got. So think of this. What you, you're what, 88? Uh, 87. 87. Okay. Yeah. So think of it like you got to grow up during the 90s. So then yeah. by the time you're mature, you have the 2000s of cool trends and things like that. But during that entire time, you have that entire time to grow up without any like crazy electronic changes. Yeah. Sure, you have the ages to whatever, but like, yeah, but I know what you're saying. You the internet and laptops come up, whatever, but like, still, nothing was that different, right? Until no. we hit 2010, 2012. Then, yeah, boom. it was, it was, well, yeah, it was the, the technology boom, the technology right. bubble. But even just, so that's why I'm good. Well, but even just like looking back at like, yeah, you're right. You, grew up in the, in the 2000s where you had that technology boom where we didn't, but you can still see the difference. You know what I mean? Like there's still a super big difference between people who grew up in the 90s and people who grew up from, you know, 2000 to 2000, you know, if, I guess 10 or 15, I guess would probably be the, you know, the, the cutoff. But from, from 1990 to 2010, man, you can really see the difference in, in animation and cartoons, the, oh, yeah. the style of, of sitcoms the the uh, cancel culture wasn't a thing in the 90s yet you know i mean you did have idiots who who said absolute horrendous things and then ended up getting you know canceled but cancel culture wasn't there there wasn't a, a, as a divide in our political system as there was i mean de- well, there certainly there certainly wasn't one guy that owns a car company that's tweeting about um one currency and blowing it up and coming back for that's that's Bitcoin. right that yeah think about but that think Could, about that like literally one guy changing the price of a of a yeah, a coin, like a digital coin yep. that doesn't even exist of a mined coin that doesn't exist <laughs> to like be making people millionaires and then bankrupt, yep. then millionaires, then bankrupt. Like that is insane. It is. It's nuts. It, it is insane just to hear that like to that point. Could you imagine, you know, in the 90s at any point in time, somebody coming up with something called a tweet? And it's sending a fake coin to the moon. Like, could you could yeah. you imagine that, or could you imagine some of the stuff we have today with just your? I mean, j- j- let's just talk about just anim- you know, um, graphics for for animation, your animation graphics, the way computers are run now. Like in such a short time period, this stuff blew up, and it's like it's like w- as we keep making advances in technology from the from the nineties, just for just from the nineties to two thousand fifteen. What in the world is 2035 going to look like? Like, I, I can't imagine video games getting any better unless you step into the game and you're there. Like, you're actually physically there. I just, and I... Like going to your tweet thing, you're talking about, you yeah. know, if somebody sent a tweet back then. Think about this. 
think about you know how how different email was back then. Oh yeah, page electronic about, mail. Yeah, yeah, but like think about so everybody's on email, right? But yeah. like it's still a newer thing. Like it's it's still kind of coming up. So think about as a ma- obviously business you had, but like think about if the president sent out an email. To oh everybody. yeah. Like think about that. Then you go, well, wait a minute, Twitter's like that, and so everybody does like whether you're trump who did everything on twitter but yeah. even biden does a lot of stuff on twitter yeah you have to have a lot of stuff on social media that's how it's run right yep but think about if you were a uh, good-looking guy or girl and right now if you go on instagram you'll go get uh, a couple you know um ambassador deals that sort of a deal yeah think about back then i'm going to email this person hey can i take a picture on my um on my my camera and print that on my Kodak and print it to you. And then maybe you'll give me 500 bucks for it. <laughs> That's what happens. No, you're right. It is. And that, you know, we were talking about that. The, mar- the Even just if you take the business aspect of what social media has done in the past 10 years, social media basically took any form of advertising that you needed and said, nope, this is the way to do it now. And it's like, and that dude, that hurt TV, that hurt radio, that hurt newspaper and everything. Yeah. And, and honestly, uh, places like Sirius XM, they excelled because they knew exactly everything was going per, you know, subscription services. And, and if you look at like Sirius XM and, uh, and, and what's the other one? I'm sorry, Sirius XM and is there another one? Spotify? What is it? Well, like for like, um, talk show stuff or like Pandora. Yeah, yeah. Or Pandora, Pandora. Like if you look at the way now you now you have it unlimited, you can make a list and it, you you only hit that artist and it's it's like having I don't think anybody in the nineties have ever thought that. iTunes. What happened to iTunes, that? right. Do you remember iPods? Like I had an iPod nano when I was growing up and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. But the only problem is I had to spend sixteen hours on Napster trying yeah. to download it. And if someone called my house while I was downloading, I had to start all over again. Everything, you know, it was bad. I had to start the download at one o'clock in the morning to guarantee yeah. that at six, no, you know, till six, no one would call. Gosh, I remember people in middle school, like their older brothers in college, selling um, jailbroken iTouches and stuff like that. See, that wasn't, see, for, here's the problem with that. To me, at the time, I didn't have that luxury. I didn't even know what a jailbroke thing you just said. Yeah. I was like, well, I don't know what that means. So we didn't know. So we're sitting there do- illegally downloading stuff on Napster or Kazam was a good one. So we downloaded stuff on, or not, not Kazam, Kazaa. And we downloaded on Kazaa. And it's like, I remember specifically, I used to get a whole, I mean, I had like the whole Eminem CD, like it was almost there. It's like 92% bam, phone rings. And I knew as soon as I heard that phone ring, yeah. that whole album was gone. And, and I sure hope it was, it was worth it, Grandma, because I had to sit there and, and re-download all of that all over again after being six hours through. And like AOL Instant Messenger, like could you imagine when you're, when you're typing on AOL Instant Messenger, you used to make those away messages so that everybody could see them, right? Now, can you imagine, like we never imagined that now you'd push a button and Zoom would be there. Like I sound like an 80-year-old man discovering a pager for the first time, but like it's nuts. I had typing class on a freaking typewriter, bro. I, so I'm turning 25 on Saturday. <laughs> Just had to add that in there. Thanks. Well, it, no, it's weird because I feel so young, like when it comes to age and stuff like that, right? Sure. But then I compare myself to the way people in the teens talk, even people coming up in racing, and I'm like, 
like, what does that mean? Like, there's like the language they use. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, I don't know what what you're saying. Like, I, I don't get it. And then like just <laughs> things that go on. And I'm like, I don't get it. I'm, like, I don't get it. I'm old. And they're like, they'll be talking about stuff I don't understand. And I'm, and I'm like, I, I guess I just. I crossed that point to where I'm excited about my insurance becoming cheaper. I'm excited. Can about we my- become our parents. Yes. Like- You're excited. Dude, I was driving to a meeting today and I'm not even kidding. There was some old guy laying, like, like planting things in his garden. And as he's driving, by, as we're driving by a Tyler, I'm like, that's a really nice garden. Like he did a really good job. And I'm thinking to myself like crap. Did I just say that out loud? Or like, I'll be going somewhere and we'll be like, you know, when we were doing stuff for the studio, we're at like Home Depot and we're, I'm passing like, that's a super nice wheelbarrow. Like I could imagine (laughs) stupid things. I'm like, oh crap. I'm my parents. Like this is, this is horrible. And I, you you never stop. And you know, those those progressive commercials, those are real. Oh yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. I have to, but I have to rethink, like I have to rethink some of the things I say. Cause I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely, my parents are like, you know, when my kids are jumping, I'm like, you know, if you get hurt, I, don't come to me with it, you know, don't, you know, whatever, you go to your, figure it out, if you get hurt, figure it out, go to your mom, figure it and out. Now, but so, so talking about the 90s to now, so before you could say that, now you get child protection services. That's right, that's right. Well, you know, it's funny they, because. They can call them themselves and it's okay. That's right. Well, it, it yes, they can. It's funny because back in the day, man, I'm telling you, and I say back in the, see, I've sounded like my parents. When I was a kid, we didn't have this stuff. We didn't have, you know, we had Game Boys and stuff like that. But you better believe that if I wasn't outside doing something, that Game Boy was never going to be found again because I didn't get a chance to sit in there and play. You know, the first system that I ever played that was officially mine was the Sega Genesis. So you got, so you got to remember, like I'm playing Sonic on the Sega Genesis, and my parents are like, "Up, your half hour's up." get out, go out there, go out there. Then the Super Nintendo then. But I had, I was forced to go out and, and, and play. And it sucks that, and, and this is something I saw a meme the other day, and I'm sure this, this is for you too, but at one point in time in your childhood, you said goodbye to your friends and never played again outside for the last time and nobody ever knew that that was going to happen. Like, isn't that depressing? Yeah. Like, it, yeah. it makes you think, like, damn, really? Because it, it did happen. Like, one day you're just, you're, you're outside, you're, you're in some magical realm, and then all of a sudden, bam, you're in calculus. It sucks. Yeah, true. <laughs> but, okay, so before we go to break, you're talking yeah. about different realms. There's something released by, I believe, the government that you tell me about. <laughs> they're grainy little... <laughs> So they're they're, they're, they're grainy little rice thing that they said was proof of a UFO, which it probably is a UFO. It's unidentified. It was flying and it was an object. Yeah, it was a little grain of rice, grainy rice that they had pointing these little arrows to that says UFO. And it was on like a like they must have took it. I swear this thing was taken on a Polaroid 15 miles, you know, 500 miles away through a telescope with a lens cap on it. Like that's how our government decided to take pictures of these things. So, but why couldn't you share it? You said something about that. Oh, there was DOD marks on it. There was there was all these government watermarks all over these things. I'm like, yeah, well, I don't want to because it was so grainy. It didn't make any sense. I'm like, nah, we're not going to share it. So there was a government thing released with watermarks on it. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you call it Watergate? <laughs> that was the worst. <laughs> That was a dad joke. <laughs> 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 
Welcome back to Life in the Fast Lane with Matt Tift and myself. You ready to talk, Nixon? Dude, what? You don't know. Tell me you know who Nixon is. I do, but I, I missed what you said in front of him. I said, you ready to talk, Nixon? Oh, I gotcha. I yeah. wanted to do a bad dad joke. I just watched a, a Futurama episode where Richard Nixon tried to become president again. The president but, of the world. Dude, that is the best one ever. <laughs> with the with with the what's his what's his bodyguard's name his uh, his his body oh god not Hugo uh oh I can't. he steals Bender's body but yeah he does he steals, yeah well yeah Bender made a deal he made a he made a deal with with the devil and Nixon ended up getting it I love Futurama man if you talk oh, top ten t- top ten adult cartoons it is Bob's Burgers right. Futurama Rick and Morty. We're watching. Um, we're actually watching it all the way through. So we're like midway through season two, which is the Nixon episode. Well, you do know that seasons three and four aren't really episodes, right? They're movies. Really? So they got canceled. When they got canceled, the basically what they did was they they started making everybody was calling for it, and Fox was refusing to put it back on. So what happened was they said, "Fine, we don't need Fox." They started making movies. So there's like part one, two, three, four, and it's I can't I think it's season three or four. I can't remember exactly what it is, but those aren't actual episodes. Then they get brought back, and you'll know exactly what episode I'm talking about when you reach it, when they get actually brought back to Fox. Then they get canceled again and they get sent to Comedy Central. And Comedy uh, Central picked them up, and then they just it, that's when the show was absolutely I mean the show was hilarious all the way through, period. But once yeah. it reaches once it reaches Comedy Central level, you're like, yep, this is what it was supposed to be. But the ending of Futurama, I will tell you this, is probably one of the most emotional cartoon endings I've ever seen. And really? there's oh, dude, there's 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 parts in Futurama where there's episodes where to this I still don't watch them because they're they're so emotional. I'm like, I'm not watching this. It, actually, the episode is called Jurassic Bark. Watch the episode Jurassic Bark. When you get to that episode, you're gonna call me and be like, son of a bitch this is bad like not bad as in like bad quality but it's bad as in like you're you're trying not to cry as you're watching an adult cartoon it's it's, it's, crazy. it's a funny show but it's a comedy show yeah 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 absolutely yeah. all right so switching gears a little bit um we had to talk some basketball because Ugh. it is the middle of the nba playoffs i know you don't like it i haven't watched a single game i don't even know who's in it dude so i can tell you that the lakers are out um Makes me happy. and then um the Brooklyn Nets are out, which makes me very happy. Very, very happy. They didn't make it out of round one either. So basically, that means Kyrie Irving is out. LeBron James is out. Kevin Durant is out. Everybody we don't like is out. I don't really care about Golden State because they're good no matter what. But right. I'm very happy about that because they can all go cry at me a river. But there was some there's some big time drama going on right now. So Scotty P, no, Scotty Pippen. Scotty P. Uh, yeah, my boy. Uh, <laughs> So, apparently, Kevin Durant was absolutely exhausting at the end of the Nets game. And so, Scottie Pippen had some things to say about it. So, I'm just going to go on record here. I hate Kevin Durant, um, just like you hate LeBron James. Sure. I don't like him. I don't like the way he plays. He's too good. I don't like him. Um, Again, I just don't like him. He's too good? But it just, the way he plays pisses me off. I don't know. It just... He's so big and lanky. He's like seven feet tall. He has like a 12-foot wingspan. He makes every shot, and it makes me mad. Like, he should have some weakness. And apparently, his weakness here is stamina. Um, so, I'll get into Stamina? But w- apparently with this, yeah. What a, so, good, what, what a good roast. <laughs> his weakness is stamina. 
<laughs> All right, here we go. So, Scotty Pippen, this is his, um, this is him on the difference between uh, LeBron James and Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. KD, as great as his offense was, now he'd score like 40, 45 points a night, like, sure. Okay. But he's also got Kyrie Irving and James Harden on the same team. Like, this is, again, another super team. Okay? Right. So as great as his offense was, it turned out to be his worst enemy because he didn't know how to play team basketball. I've always agreed with that. At Oklahoma City, he did the same thing. Again, don't like the guy. Continuing, he kept trying to go punch for punch. Have you ever seen LeBron take a shot like that? He ain't going to take that shot. He's going to be smarter. He's going to force a double team on him. That's what KD wasn't able to do. I agree with that. KD can score better than LeBron, but has has he surpassed LeBron? No. He tried to beat Milwaukee instead of utilizing his team. You see what I'm saying? LeBron would have figured out how to beat them and wouldn't have been exhausted, and he may not have taken the last shot. LeBron ain't KD, and KD ain't LeBron. So that was his quote on there, which I agree with because Kevin well, Durant, too. if you watch his title play, he is shot, 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 shot. Sure. And then on the same team, you have, um, you have Kyrie Irving. We know from the Cavs that he can hit a last-second buzzer beater. Yeah. We know James Harden will score 50 or 60 points if he wants to. So you have two guys in there that are absolutely explosive players. So basically, he's saying Kevin Durant was worn out, should have passed the ball, forced a double team on him, and passed it to somebody else. And I've seen LeBron James do that. He's absolutely correct. Well, LeBron now, James, but LeBron James doesn't get worn out because he almost gets poked in the eye and sits on the court for three hours on the ground flopping like a fish. So I get it. I, I wouldn't be worn out either. Well, I agree, but this is more prime, prime number. Oh, prime. Okay, I got you. So they're saying, but so they're saying he, you take each one in their prime, and and yeah, yeah. So this is KD's prime. Like we're talking about, like LeBron carrying them to the like Spurs, like the 2016 Finals. LeBron, like that LeBron, not not now LeBron. Um, so not 50 year old LeBron, <laughs> not Space Jam LeBron, not Space Jam LeBron. So, See, um, somebody said, but if um, Kevin Durant would have hit that three at the end, um then you guys wouldn't be having this conversation then, right? So Kevin Durant actually got involved in a conversation on Twitter. This is how he has to defend himself on Twitter. This is when you know that you're in trouble as an athlete. (laughs) So he said, so Kevin Durant says, he's going against Scottie Pippen. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure a lot more people know Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen than Kevin Durant, but this is an interesting point. He said, didn't the great Scottie Pippen refuse to go in the game for the last second shot because he was in his feelings because his coach drew up the play for a better shooter, a.k.a. Michael Jordan? Wow. <laughs> wow. So he's, he's so shots fired. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but if you – I watched The Last Dance. I like. Did you watch that documentary? I watched the first two or three episodes. I right. never watched the rest. I shouldn't. Well, it, the, the, the only thing is you missed the part that everybody knows about. They, he he won, like so. I mean, like if you look at yeah, not really won, right? But that's what I mean. That's what the last episodes were, were about. But like if you, I st- I still think that Mike that prime Michael Jordan beats LeBron J- prime LeBron James. I just I I believe I believe it yeah. because it has nothing to do with skill. It has everything to do with heart and determination. J- James doesn't have. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care if you're a Lakers fan. I don't care if you're a Cavs fan. This is my personal opinion. And, and and if you think I'm wrong, that's fine. LeBron James does not have the same heart that Michael Jordan does. Yeah, I think at one time in his career he did, and that was back with the 2000 before he went to Miami. I feel like if the Cavs would have given him a player to to keep him in 
Cleveland, I believe he would have held that through his career because he had it. You got to admit, like the Orlando Magic uh, series and like 09, 2010, those series in there, he carried that team to the finals with Booby Gibson and Delonte West. Like, he oh was yeah. But after he went to Miami, no, it was gone. No, 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 and and I and I agree with you on that. I just. I, I just think that I think he was going to leave either way. I don't I don't I don't think it mattered if we were going to give him anybody or we didn't. I, I just don't, I don't think agree. it mattered. Do you, do you think it did? So, but so I think the question here is, so Scotty Pippen is saying, well, Kevin Durant, sorry, you're not the player of the generation because he is somebody who rivals LeBron James when it comes to size, when it comes to scoring, rebounds, assists. Like he is a another player that's very similar to position-wise, right. controlling the ball, just like LeBron James. So, Scottie Pippen, obviously we all know one of the greatest of all time, yeah. is saying, hey, you're not LeBron. And the conversation always been, is it LeBron or is it um, Michael Jordan? And then there's Kobe Bryant somewhere in there, too. Right. But then Scottie Pippen saying, well, you're not even LeBron. Then so then um, Kevin Durant saying, well, Scotty, I remember you being, you know, basically – uh, crying, crying little baby on the on the court uh, or on the bench because you wouldn't go on the court because somebody called play for Michael Jordan and you didn't want to go in there, and that's. Um, I mean, he's so, got. That's what I mean. He's got a point. And the thing is, like, I and people are like, "Oh, you're from Cleveland. The only reason you think LeBron James isn't good is because he left." No, I still think to this day LeBron James is the best basketball player as of you know now, like of his era. He he is. He is the best. Era, yeah. He is the best basketball player. Just because I don't like the guy doesn't mean I don't think he has skill. Absolutely, he has skill. You know what I mean? I just think LeBron. I think Michael Jordan, you know, had more. And he, and Michael Jordan was cocky. Michael Jordan was all these things that LeBron James are, right? I mean, he's all those things. I just oh, yeah. believe that Michael Jordan had that drive to say, "I'm going to take." You know, and, and did he stay with the team the same time? I, yes. Did it leave a sour taste in my mouth? that LeBron James went ring chasing. Yeah, I'm from Cleveland. Yes, I'd be lying to you if I said it didn't leave a sour taste but in my mouth. But that's not true, though. Michael Jordan went to play baseball, then came back and played with the Washington Wizards. Well, that was at the end of his career, though. And him going to play baseball was asinine. I mean, it was absolutely ridiculous. But Terry Francona from the Indians was the one that coached Michael Jordan. So the manager of the Indians currently right now, Tito Francona, was the one that went and actually coached Jordan and said that Jordan was a great prospect, but he didn't have the it factor. Listen, when you when you jump sports like that, very few can do that. Deion Sanders, you know, yeah. very few can do that and do it well. And Michael Jordan put all of his time and energy into playing basketball and being the best at that sport. Why he went because you know his dad liked basketball, uh, baseball more than basketball was was one theory. You know he wanted to he he was getting bored being the best. He thought he could be the best at something else, and that's that mentality that Michael Jordan has was if he's yeah. going to touch something, I want to be the best. I don't think LeBron James has that. Like there's nothing wrong with him trying a different sport. No, like, not at all. But still, like okay, Conor McGregor and um, Floyd Mayweather, like them fighting in boxing was yep. cool. I I wish Floyd May Mayweather would come and go fight MMA right but it would never happen but still I think that's cool that one was saying hey I'm the best in yeah. MMA let me go come over here like oh, I respect yeah. that about people who go and try that stuff just like in um, in racing I respect somebody like Juan Pablo Montoya Tony Stewart who can go from Formula One Indy car go into NASCAR go to dirt racing and are successful in all of them you do that you are one hell of a driver yeah well and that's the thing too is is, is we kind of I guess we hit on it a couple times in a couple different ways. There's nothing wrong with athletes going to different 
sports and trying new things once they know they're at their top of their game in the other sport. Like if you've, if, unless you're abandoning players and teammates and, and something like that, I don't believe Michael Jordan abandoned anybody when he went to, to go play uh, baseball for, for Chicago. I don't think that happened. He's, he's still Michael Jordan, right? He's still the GOAT. Right, yeah. So I don't think he really abandoned anybody. But what I do have a little bit of a problem with is he did. I think when he went to go play for the Wizards, that bothered me a little bit. And then when he bought into the Wizards, that bothered me. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's the Hornets. Or the Hornets. I'm sorry. That's what it was. The Hornets. When, well, yeah. See, and that, but that, that bothered Just like A-Rod going to buy. And I hate, hate A-Rod. I despise this guy. I hate, every time he comes on the TV, I think he's a horrible commentator. And, it's, and, and I guess it's because you know he's, what we should do for a Christmas party for Cam Boyce if we have like something cool going on we should have like a pin and tail on the A-Rod thing yes that's happening we are doing that absolutely if there's one guy that could be like their spirit animal is an ass it's A-Rod it's A-Rod absolutely <laughs> well that's the thing I took that as an ass thing to do when you go and buy part of the Mets like dude you are well, I know that's what I mean. Like, I just I don't understand. Like, if he bought the Kansas City Royals, okay, right, yeah. right, yes, okay. Buying part of into into um the Fenway Group, okay, yeah. Like, so stupid, but like, and from a, a sports allegiance thing, but we know he's never had that. So right, okay. right. But a Rod into the Mets, like, come, dude. On. And I wasn't mad. And no. That? Like, if Jeter did that, oh. people would lose their minds. God. Well, when Jeter bought into the Rays. Nobody yeah. said anything. There was no issues there because, because it's no competition. No competition. There's- it's different. Yeah. But you're telling me you're gonna you're gonna take that'd be like going from I mean, like and, and again the rivalry between you know uh, Cincinnati and Cleveland is not the rival between the Mets and and the Yankees, but it's damn close. But like yeah. if you look at the, the the rival between the Reds and the Indians, it's nowhere near Yankees and Mets. And you go out there and you buy part of the Mets. I mean, come on. What a sleazeball thing to do. Like, it, that made me so mad. That made me hate him even worse, right? And then I felt like because he did that, he shouldn't be allowed to be a commentator. You're either an owner or you're a commentator. Pick one. Commentating, fine. Whatever. Don't own it. But if you're going to own it, I don't think you should be allowed to be a commentator. I just don't. It, it makes me appreciate Joe Buck. Yeah, I agree. All right. We're going to do a little fire round before we end today's show. Yeah. Um, all right, so this has been a thing on Twitter. Is it soda or is it pop? It's pop. Obviously, it's pop. Yeah. Down here, people are like, what? Like, oh, my God, Pepsi. It's <laughs> <laughs> Pepsi. And they're like, I'll be like, can I get a pop? And they're like, huh? Yeah, that's what like, I don't think I'll ever. Yeah, I was down in Arkansas, and I said, I want a pop. And the lady looked at me like, you want me to punch you? No, like, I want a pop. And like, what? <laughs> I'll take a Coke. All right, cool. Like, I the heavy debate on pop versus soda is so crazy to me because when we when me and Tyler own the restaurant, we had this lady come in and she's like, can I get a Coke? And I'm like, we don't have Coke. We have Pepsi products. She's like, yeah, I'll take a Coke. And I'm like, huh? I just told you we have Pepsi products. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's fine. I'll take a Coke. And I'm like, that's, that's a deep South Alabama Georgian thing. It, it is. It, it, yeah, it is. So like Fanta oh. is orange Coke. Can I get an orange Coke? That's see that's an orange Coke. Mm-hmm. I see that just blows my mind. Just the 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 difference. We're the United States. I get it, but just the fact that there's a difference between Ohio and Texas that big of a difference is, is funny to me. Oh, yeah. 
All right, so I was at the Indians game. Um, I'm going to get the Indians at the very last segment of our show. Regular mustard or stadium mustard? Stadium mustard by far, yes. bar none. Bertman's stadium mustard. I have that every time I run out. I have it at my house all the time. But every time I run out, I go to Ohio. I always buy the um, the stadium mustard. So love that. Stuff. You have to. You absolutely have to. Stadium mustard. I don't care if you're grilling the dog on the, at your home grill. You need stadium mustard. Yeah. I, I, don't, right. I don't like yellow mustard. Yeah, all right, well, it's officially summer now, so still baseball theme. What are, you, what are you putting on your hot dog at a baseball game? Oh, man. So you're definitely putting stadium mustard. You're going to yep. try to put the onions. and See, I like bratwurst, though. Like, like bratwurst at a, at a ballpark are, are absolutely 100% amazing. You can't – you know what I mean? Like the onions, the green peppers, the just okay. soak so it you, in stadium you like, mustard. You like fully loaded. Oh, yeah, fully loaded everything. I'm not a picky eater, so I love vegetables. And if you fry the vegetables in butter and grease, I love them even more. So slather that on. Gotcha. Okay. Let's see. Um, all right. Baseball stuff. Cracker Jacks or peanuts? Oh, definitely peanuts. Thank you. Agreed definitely peanuts. Um, all right. Uh, baseball and beer. Uh, you doing Miller Lite or Bud Light? Oh, geez. Uh, Bud Light. Okay. Um, what else? Baseball. Day games or night games? Oh, definitely night games. Night games are the best because you're, you know, you're gonna. It's, it's you know for a fact, especially when you're a kid. You know for a fact you're missing the next day of school. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what's happening, and you know for a fact it's that summer air underneath the lights. It's a different kind of night. I I can't explain it. It's a different kind of night. It's a smell. I'm totally with you. Yep, yep. All right, dollar dog night or fireworks night? Oh God, God. dollar dog night. <laughs> Absolutely, dollar dog. How about two weeks ago when they did both? Yeah, dude, that's that, that's like a, that heads heads exploded. Heads exploded when that happened. All right, the um, hot dog races: ketchup, mustard, or onion. Who do you pick at the ballpark when they're running around? Got to be ketchup. Got to be. It's oh, got to be go ketchup go. because well, it's got <laughs> it's got to no, be ketchup. Mustard. No, mustard. because it's not stadium mustard. It's yellow mustard for some reason. It's still fine. It's still fine. <laughs> it's his cousin. We're fine. Yes. They're related. <laughs> Didn't have one to create the other. That's right. That's true. That's true. Ketchup's out of the mix. I still put them on there with them. They, they combine, but they're like not they're not bloodlines. So it's okay. They're not bloodline. <laughs> not incest on a hot dog. It's okay. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Hot dog or cheeseburger at a baseball game. Oh, 100 percent hot dog. I could have a cheeseburger anywhere. You give me a find a problem with people who get cheeseburgers at a baseball game. I do. I honestly like I, I do. I really do. It's like it's the same the same people who don't sleep with a fan on. I find that I find that awkwardly annoying. Like if you don't sleep with a fan on, I think there's something I wrong with you. That. I agree with that. If I, so I can get a cheeseburger and hot dog anytime, but my dad why? always me for ketchup on a hot dog. He said that's un-American. I'm like, I mean, I, I got, I got, I kind of agree with them. When you're sitting there and you're in the ballpark, man, you've got one option for for food: peanuts, and for a snack. For your for your main course hot no, dog. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying on the hot dog, ketchup. I do ketchup and mustard. Oh, see, I can't do that. I do just just stadium mustard. I can't. I don't want to taint the good flavor of the stadium mustard with uh with a bleeding tomato. I just I can't do that. I'll actually do two hot dogs, one with ketchup and yellow, and one with ketchup and stadium. Oh, so you, okay. So you're not you're you're trying to bring in both worlds. You at least do yeah. the you do the first one so everybody can see it, and then you hide the second one so that way it's it's the guilty pleasure. Yeah. All right, so last thing, I was at the um, Indians game a couple weeks ago. 
They are two and a half games back of the White Sox for the AL Central lead. Better than I thought they'd be. Um, they're playing the Twins, I believe. Yes. Um, so give us the baseball report. And before we get out of here. We got to do so. I, we're, I was listening to the pregame show, obviously, and the, the manager thing for for what for what's going on in pitching you got Bieber. We've got we've got the, the, the bullpen, right? We've always had the bullpen. Our starting pitching is a little shaky, but the problem is we don't have defense. We don't have bats with Reyes going down. There was an issue. He's coming back. But Naylor stepped up. I mean, everybody, uh, Rosario, it, it's, it's amazing to see what's happening with these super young players. And I don't care what anybody says. I don't care if you're. If, if you can't say one positive thing about this team, then you're just a, you're just a complainer because this team should wow, not be right. Well, this team should not be where they are right now. And if you can't recognize that and see that we're having some fun baseball with this team, then, then you're not a baseball fan. You're just a, you're just a, a fair weathered fan who thought we were going to win another world series. And that's not what this year was supposed to be about. And the fact that we're where we are this year, just be happy with it. Be, be, you know, turn the TV on, listen to Hammy, whatever, and take the kids down, whatever. Just enjoy it because this is we were we should be way under five hundred, and we're 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 ten games over. Almost at the AL Central lead. Yes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It, it was. It, again, it's a miracle. It's Cleveland. Almost it's what happened. Blind. Yeah. Yes. It, it. We should not be where we are right now. So. Taking on the Twins is going to be big. We got to win these games. We have to make sure Chicago starts to lose, but we got to start capitalizing on mistakes, and that's what the Indians have to have to understand. And these young batters are starting to get some veteran influence from Reyes, from uh, uh, Jose Ramirez, and you're starting to see both of them before he got injured really pick up, and, and Ramirez picked up like I always thought he would. So it's about this time of year where Ramirez says, "Hey, let's do it." So that's the Indians beat report. KM Voice, Keith Maggio. Yeah, that's right. Well, hopefully, um, you know, your friend um, Gab can um, come on the show for um, yeah. maybe one question here coming up, and she can give us a little insight to what it's been like at the ballpark. And um, other than that, I guess we will see you guys next week. In the meantime, follow at KeithMiger1, at Matt underscore Tift. Um, we are racing this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Weird doubleheader um, weekend for us that never happens, but it's happening this weekend. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so you guys have a great weekend. We will be talking to you soon. Make sure you share this, um, the show. Follow it on um, what, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM, wherever you get your podcast. Yep. Give it a review, all that stuff. And, um, yeah, that's about it. Perfect. We'll see you guys next week.